0: This is Get A Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts.
1: When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work.
0: I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding one way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, Editorial Director of Entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. I don't want to sound like a food snob, but man, do I love yummy food. And today's guest knows all about yummy food, how to make it, how to sell it and how to tell other people that they suck at making it. (laughs) Jeffrey Zakarian is a legendary... Really? Is that what I do? (laughs) Jeffrey Zakarian is a legendary restaurateur and author who you've seen on shows like Chopped and Iron Chef America. And he's going to tell us all about his new show, which is all about... Well, I'm just going to let him explain it because I think he'll do a better job than I will do. Please welcome Mr. Jeffrey Zakarian. Jeffrey, how are you?
1: Thank you for that. Um, Very, very informed. Um, I just feel like I I guess that's what I do. Right. I do tell people what they're doing wrong. Isn't that isn't that what we all need? Don't you think? I think so. I think uh... I mean, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you need someone kicking the crap out of you all the time.
0: That is correct.
1: If you have someone saying you're great, you know, that's fabulous. You're going down. That's right. You're You're going down.
0: That's right. Exactly.
1: So I'm happy that you said that because it's true. So thank you so much for inviting me on. I think it's uh, um, right up your alley. I mean, um, I'm trying to find the next restaurateur who is an entrepreneur. And from a host of hundreds of thousands and thousands of of chefs, we narrowed it down to eight people. And then we put them through the ringer. Uh, We put them in real business restaurant relationships, not telling them just to cook but cook with a purpose, cook with uh, a lot of things in mind, either how to make a profit, how to make a bite, how to make a party, how to throw a party, how to run the front of the house, how to run the back of the house. How do you do this? I mean, all these chefs have been working their whole life in the kitchen and they really haven't picked up the other talents. So in order to do your own thing, you need other talents and you need other help. So the winner gets myself and my wife uh, and our company to help them with all the stuff that they don't know uh, and so we're going to pick someone who is as ready as they could possibly be given their, um, uh, where they sit with the other eight contestants. Right. So yeah, every one of these contestants could have opened their restaurants and probably will open their own restaurant. It's just like, not at this particular time with us, they just need more aging, you know, you need to get in there and like learn some more things. So we're going to pick what we think is the combination of the most ready, the most willing, the most, um, the best leader, the most tenacious uh, with the person that can put talent and tenacity and leadership together. It's not just about cooking. And we want to create the next, uh, help create the next great restaurant mogul. So that's wow, the show. That's the that- show
0: that sounds pretty great. And I definitely uh, lost before I even tried to get on your show.
1: You know, that's a good thing. I tell people, I'm like, seriously, you really want to open a restaurant? Let me tell you what it's about.
0: <laughs> well, that's so you, you touched on a lot of things there that I wanted to ask you. Uh, being a great chef doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a great restaurant owner. And no. or uh, so what, what, what happens uh, in that equation?
1: uh so much happens um first of all when when you know you're a, a chef and you're a great chef and all these chefs are really talented uh you get a paycheck every week the restaurant is open you get a paycheck and at the end of the week whenever your shift is over for that particular day you may get a day off you may get a half day off you may get two days off the, the moment you check out you have no responsibility. You're not responsible for the payroll, the p the HR, HR problems, heat, electricity, bills, rent, management, furniture, breaking, refrigerations, coolants, stoves, maintenance. You're not responsible for any of that crap.
0: Right, right.
1: And you get a salary. The minute you open your own restaurant, you're responsible for all of it and you don't get a salary. So it's sort of like this ridiculous <laughs> equation that you are got to swallow. And as soon as I put it like that to some chefs, they're like, Oh really? And you know, so I tell people like, be really careful what you want. Yeah. If you want to leave a job where you have an income, you have a family, you, you be careful. And, um, so it eliminates a lot of people and that's the truth. And if they, if you, if you eliminate yourself because you can't do that, then that's, that's honest. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't set yourself up. In five years to take that chance. So you've made yourself more more money and you're comfortable and you can you can afford to take that chance. Um, but it's that kind of relationship. And you know, you get you win when the restaurant wins. And if a restaurant doesn't win, you're 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 feeding it all the time.
0: That's uh I, I'm I'm stressed out just listening to this.
1: Uh um, good. <laughs> no, it really you need to like I wake people up all the time and then half of them leave the room.
0: Right, right, right. So you know, speaking of stress, you know uh, the cooking TV shows and these competition shows. You've you've been on both sides of the table, where you're you're preparing stuff and you're and you're rating stuff. Um, you know, what can we expect on your show? And also just just a peek behind the curtain, like what are us viewers like? What don't we know is really going on while these shows are going on?
1: that's a great question. The viewers are really going to get an earful and an eyeful because this show is going to show them things that most competition shows don't show you, you know, you compete, you know, you get one guy beats the other girl, this girl beats this girl. And that guy beats that girl and whatever and they And they get there. I won and they give them a few thousand bucks and that's the end of it. Yeah. Uh, you don't win anything when you win this show, you only win the ability for us to coach you. Uh, with our knowledge to how to open a restaurant so that you can go and work harder than you've ever worked in your life for nothing until you make it. Right. And that's what we do. And if you don't have the chutzpah to understand that, you won't be chosen, you won't win, and you won't probably be successful. So that's what we're going to break all those myths. We're going to show people what really is important. Everyone complains, you know, the damn rent's too high. That's the least of your problem of rent. Yeah. Labor is the highest thing. Times four. Labor is 40, 50 percent. Rent's 10, 12 percent. Labor is far more expensive than rent. So a lot of these wives tales we're going to debunk and we're going to show a lot of these viewers that, you know, it's not just about the food.
0: So for you, uh, what 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 gives you the greatest satisfaction these days? Do you still get a lot of satisfaction from preparing food or um is that sort of something in your, more in your past and you really have no. a passion for the business side?
1: Just the opposite. I mean, I, that never has been anything other than, you know, it's like a, asking, you know, a musician if he's lost, you know, if he doesn't like to play the piano anymore. It's like, it's like, it's what I do. You know, yeah. uh, the, the the range is my piano. Even though I do play the piano, the range is my real piano. And I mean, I'm, I'm there every day with my kids and I cook every day for the family. And so, and I'm always working on recipes and projects and and you know um retail things to sell it has to everything it has to do with what's around the table and what's in the kitchen so I never ever, i mean that's my deep passion that got me in this business in the first place and then hospitality of course is the overriding um sort of blanket that uh we love to be all everyone loves right so when you have a job and you're like a nine to fiver, or you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or you're Coder you want to go to the hottest restaurant, you go have fun, you want to go out and drink, you want to go to a place that you can forget and just enjoy it. That's my job. Mm. Uh, so as a restaurateur, I still love that like yeah, so when I'm not working at the house or working or cooking in my nine to five job, which is never nine to five, I'm going to the latest restaurant too. I want to go out you know I'm the same way. It's not lost on me either. Um, so to create entrepreneurs is to really help them. You know, mentor them, and I love mentoring, and I've been mentored myself, and I, you know, been pulled out of the mud many times, and learned a lot of valuable lessons. That I want to just, you know, help people do this, and I want to like uh, give back as much as I can. And what a great way to do it with all these great American chefs.
0: What uh, what are you seeing? Uh, what what's like getting you excited in in trends you're seeing in food? Is there anything, uh, that you're seeing emerging that you're really like? wowed by or it's really kind of uh, uh surprising you
1: well th- the word trend isn't something i get excited by and nothing really the way things work is it's it's <sighs> you know it's like the fed is six interest rate rises of 0.25 basis points that's what it's like with food and beverage and hospitality it's little quarter point uh-huh. moves here and there yeah and before you know it's two points higher.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> And that can happen in two years. And two years is a short timeframe. Yeah. So that's how food and beverage develops. It's always being worked on. It's always being repeated, but it's always moving in a direction that it wants to, it, it's supposed to be moving in. So whether it's more local, whether it's uh, less processed, whether it's more organic, more natural, Uh, alcohol-free, gluten-free. All that stuff is like little tributaries diving into the main river of hospitality. Mm -hmm. And it's a little additions, right? And then suddenly that river becomes populated in a different way, you know? And that's just what's happened with the food world. Um, And, you know, you're always going to have three-star restaurants and fancy restaurants and temples of gastronomy and all that. But I think most people... When they develop food and the food network and all these shows and just our knowledge of food in this country has given wedded people's appetite to the point where now fast casual is getting much better. Mm. Now incredible takeout is getting much better. Now you have gold belly and 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 you can order like a a Philly cheesesteak from Goldbelly shipped to your house in Alaska. You know? So it's fantastic. So all that. You know, all boats are rising at the same, but the tide is lifting all boats and that's what's happening in food. So it used to be the pinnacle was like, well, this is the greatest restaurant in the world. And we were all trained at the greatest huge three-star restaurants and everything was formal and fancy, blah, blah, blah. But that's expanded, but everything else is dramatically expanded, right? So Mm -hmm. most experiences are nowhere near that. But the great thing is, is you can have the same product as that three-star restaurant. You can have the same glassware, the same wine list, you can open up in a garage in Brooklyn. Right, right. And get a Michelin star. <laughs> right. And that's fantastic. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot of what's happening. And that's what building the stream uh, into a, re- a really rapidly rising river. And, uh, you know, COVID was a, a disaster, but like, what do people want to do after COVID? Everything they were doing before times 10. Right, right. I want to go see more shows. I want to travel more. I want to book more hotels. I want to go out to dinner more and I want to, I want to drink more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you try to rent a room in a hotel lately. Yeah. I mean, the uh, prices are insane. Yeah. 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 Totally. I know. In New York city, the average, you know, the ADR, the average room rate went from like three sixteen to like seven, $800. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know it. Uh, uh, a lot of, a lot of people I know they, they had the foresight to, book a spring break vacation like a year ago when it was like nothing and now it's like triple the cost yeah
1: we were not one of those people (laughs) i know i was not either (laughs) we were too busy we're like what happened
0: more coming up from our guests but first a word from our sponsor Hey everybody, so hoping these conversations are getting you all fired up to finally start that business you always wanted to launch or maybe take that side hustle to the next level, but maybe you need just a little more inspiration and information to kind of push you over the edge. Well, that's why I wanna talk to you about Entrepreneur Insider. Entrepreneur Insider is a program that we have at entrepreneur.com that is geared to do all of that and more. It's a membership-based program that provides insights and advice from industry experts with exclusive benefits. Let me tell you about those benefits. When you join, you get access to premium articles, videos, webinars, really good webinars, I should add. These are not boring, put you to sleep slideshows. These are great experts that have really, really sharp advice that you can listen to and use them like 10 minutes later. It's it's really good stuff. You also get a weekly newsletter, and you get an ad-free experience when you go to entrepreneur.com. Plus, you get a free one-year subscription to Entrepreneur Magazine, that paper thing that you could carry around and you never have to plug in to recharge. Really great articles every month, really awesome pictures, and sometimes it's nice to just read something on paper, I have to say, from my personal opinion. So how much does it cost to join Entrepreneur Insider? It's only $5 a month. If you join today, you start boosting your business knowledge, growing your brand, you get access to all these great things. And seriously, those webinars, they're really, really good. I heartily recommend you doing it just for that. And also the magazine really cool stuff so if you are interested and I know you are because you could hear the pleading in my voice that this is actually a really cool deal visit entrepreneur.com slash insider to unlock your access today that's entrepreneur.com slash insider unlock your access get going get fired up do it today and we're back so if you were if you were uh, starting out, you know, from scratch today. How, what what do you think your entry point would be?
1: God, you know, if I could have, would have, should have, I would have gone after a guy. I would have found the best. I mean, I know I'd have talent. I'd have to have talent. I would have gone after a guy like a Steve Hansen or one of these, you know, Danny Meyer guys or a real nuts and bolt guy that has done it so many times in his sleep. And I'm like, listen. I want to open my own restaurant. I'll take whatever, whatever deal you're willing to offer. Just do everything that I don't know how to do. Uh huh. Okay. All right. And if the first one's successful, we'll do one. And then they will, we'll change the deal on the next one if it's successful. If there's no next one, I'm fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's what I would have done. And I advise people to do that now. Yeah. 10%, 10% of a wet well is much better than 100% of a dry well.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. So. so plus you don't know enough no one knows enough. But yeah. a, a first time restaurateur, no one knows enough. Ne- they don't know anything. What, they know how to cook. That's like 20% of it.
0: What, what do you think is the thing that's the real shock to the system? Is there one aspect of it You know, where you say nobody knows what they're doing, uh, which I understand that, but is there one part of it or do, maybe from your life where you were like, oh my God, what is this thing I have to worry about?
1: I mean, there's multiples. Any entrepreneur has to worry about employees. I mean, a restaurant's an employee-laden experience. Right. The number one cost of a restaurant is labor, unless you're a fast casual. And then you gotta you gotta churn food in and churn food out at a rapid rate. But labor is everything. And with labor goes HR and with HR goes rules and regulations and filings and 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 you know, uh grievances and lawsuits, and it's just it's insane, you know. So every, you know, it's so hard to manage all those people. Yeah. And you know, well, you come in some days, you're in good mood, you're not in good mood. It's not like we're making like, I don't know, name something. We're not making like pottery or clothes that you don't sell it on Wednesday, it's on Friday, it's still there. Right. I mean, what right. we make, you know, we, we're manufacturers, people understand that. We get at five in the morning out front is 20 trucks unloading fish on ice, boxes of onions and celery and carrots. And they're all dripping all over because it's all like giant pieces of the stuff. Right. No one sees that. They dump it in a basement. We have a staff come in, they peel it, they cut it, they fillet it, they chop it, they put it on ice, they label it, they weigh it, they put it in a recipe. They get all done in the box and it's washed and bleached and everything is ready for 12 o'clock service. And by the end of that day, it's all gone. right? (laughs) And guess what? Next day at five 30, there's the carrots and the fish. And it's all, so we manufacture every day and then it's gone. Yeah. And okay, is there anything left? Yeah, there's some carrots. There's some fucking tomato sauce, you know? (laughs) And there's oil and salt, but everything else (laughs) is gone. And if you're good, that's good. Right, right. You need to be like that, but that's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of work. If you saw, if you went to a restaurant like Balthazar and you went in the back of the house and you saw the deliveries at six, five or six o'clock in the morning, this, you wouldn't believe there's 50 cases of spinach. This, it's like unbelievable. And no one gets that. Wow. No one gets it because it's everyday inventory every day. Um, that's a, that's the biggest deal.
0: Yeah. To manage, you
1: know- to manage that.
0: So how do you, um, is there any in your hiring process when you, you, you know, obviously you're an incredibly passionate person. You want this to be the greatest experience for people. How do you, how do you at least try to hire people that are going to carry out your vision and and take it as seriously as you take it?
1: Uh, well, it's a, it's a juggling act and it, you know, we, you know, we have to find people that are equally as. Attuned to us is the business, and who have been through a rough part of it. You know, you know, we like people that have failed,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Because okay, how'd you screw that restaurant up? Well, we didn't do this, we did that. Like you, you said it's, it's a. I tell people failure um, is an amazing um, information highway of valuable information. It's a bucket of information that you'd never get unless you fail. Mm. And so take that bucket. It hurts, but really look at it. Yeah. And those are the kind of people we like to hire. Mm-hmm. And then we give them as much support as we can. And we keep the vision, what it has to be. And we, we, we don't compromise on the vision. We just then are giant, um, you know, we're lab rats. That Everyone works for us a lab rat. They were like, we're trying to teach them how to do these things. So, like, why is it important? Why is this important? And service is important. And a lot of people don't even know. They've never been to a restaurant in their life of any caliber. So when you say, what restaurant do you like? And they're like, "Um, Olive Garden. Now, would I love to own Olive Garden? You bet you. you. But that's not a restaurant experience. Right. So we need to like, and we do that because, okay, where is this person in in the world of knowledge base? So we need to know that this person doesn't have fine dining experience. So we need to provide them with a basic of that. So it's all like this, you know? And so when we're hiring, we have to know where people are. Um, but we're we're it's a giant lab. We teach people. <laughs> and, and you know, I can't teach you pushing a chair in or pulling a chair out, and if something goes on the floor, you pick it up. I can't teach you manners or self-respect. Right, right. Okay. Or 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 urgency. Right. I can't teach you that. Everything else I can teach you. Right, right. So we it. hire people that have self-respect, they're very well mannered. They have a sense of urgency and they, and the best people that come to me is, you know what? I've never worked in a restaurant before. I have no idea. I love this business. I want to kill myself. I want to do, I want to, I want you to teach me everything I have to know. And that's the kind of people I love because, okay, okay, I can, if you tell me you don't know anything is much better statement to me than, yeah, I worked at Le Cirque. I worked at Daniel. I was sous chef over here and blah, blah, blah. And you know, it's all really kind of like not, not adding up. Right. Right. So it's not a hard business to learn because it's hospitality is very basic. You learn it from your grandmother, right? You learn it from just like having a party at your house, going to your grandma's house. Is is there ever a doubt that you're going to get well-fed taken care of? It's going to be warm. You're going to have a drink right away and everything's (laughs) going to be perfect and ready when you get there. There's no doubt. (laughs) Right. right, right. That, that in a nutshell is a restaurant business. (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: so, you know, for, uh, for people like, okay, so I'm, I'm an editor, uh, at, at Entrepreneur. So when I'm reading something, uh, that wasn't in Entrepreneur, uh, just for fun, I can't help, but start to like edit it, even though I don't even want to. So like, what's the experience for you? Like going to a restaurant, like not one of your own restaurants.
1: Carry low expectations.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> They're here. Here's my, here's what I like. Get, do I get seated right away? Uh-huh. Are the people at the front of the desk pleasant enough? Do they have a smile? Do they look me in the eye? Is the cold food cold, the hot food at least warm, and is there proper salt and pepper? That's about it. <laughs> okay. I, I mean it. That's pretty I mean, low Everything. Opinion. Everything else surprises me. <laughs> and I want to tell you, to do what I just said is really hard.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Really. Think of what you put up when you go to a restaurant. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> That's true. Think
1: so, um, so this
0: show, uh, when, when can we see it? What's it called? Give us the
1: big, no. big restaurant bet. Cause it's all a gamble. Yeah. Uh, entrepreneurship's a gamble, but it's the best gamble because you're gambling on yourself. April 5th, 10 PM food network. Really incredible. Um, I can't wait. Um, we're so excited. It's a great show. It's a deep dive into what it takes to open a restaurant and what we, what we look for, what, 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 when it's actually what people look for in us. And right? when they call us, so we say we're going to do, and then we're going to pick one of these guys. And what do you want to do? Okay. We're going to help you do what you want to do. Unless if you don't have it, they're chops, we're not going to pick you, but uh, it's a great show. And I think the viewer is really going to learn a lot out of this. I think it's going to be a great competition yeah. show, but the viewer is going to be able to see things that they've never thought uh, really exist.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to watch it. And thanks so much for your time, Jeffrey. My Aaron, pleasure. Check out My pleasure. The show and learn. All right, man, I'm going to let you go. Great talking. Thank to you. you. Talk again Cheers. soon. Cheers. Have a great afternoon. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it get a real job comes out every tuesday so be sure to subscribe to us on itunes stitcher google play or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts leave us a review give us a share and make me big people go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts thanks